With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Unpark Rolls podcast. My name is Paul Mann and I run the Unpark Rolls site. Well, we went back into normal mode, didn't we, last weekend? We had another, sounded like a really poor performance until the last 10, 15 minutes, which is a little bit late in the day, isn't it, really? If you're 2-0 down and really probably should be losing by more goals already. Those kind of performances when you're 2-0 down and all of a sudden you decide to play for the last 10 minutes, that that's not really, I don't think that's a very good sign. I think the teams that actually are going to achieve something in the season aren't putting them in those displays in at the last 10 minutes. They're putting them in for the first 80 minutes. We just... I saw that in the two seasons before Stam came, when we had, I think, the combination of Clark, Adkins and McDermott. And we'd repeatedly see those kind of performances. We'd have the occasional good performance. If we look at Leeds, only the week before... You notice there's a pattern when we can play in certain games. In other games, we just don't seem to have the right attitude going into games or belief, confidence. Confidence obviously a key thing, but I just think it's a bit of a worry now. We're 12 games into the season, and I think we've lost half of those games. That's not, that is just nowhere near good enough. I mean, I'm not saying that we should be top of the league or anything, but we should be doing better than that. And the most frustrating thing about the performances so far is that in quite a lot of those games, we've actually just created our own problems and we keep on doing this. We could just go back all the way back to the Fulham home match. Had that game under control, Vanderberg does a just terrible back pass and then Gunter doesn't react as well. He dives in and just too, too much and then Piazzon scores his goal. Then we could look at maybe even Tyler Blackett against Norwich. He switches off completely and then a completely free header for uh, Cameron Jerome. It's just so many times that we have done this throughout the season. I think I've actually blanked some of them out because it's just becoming... It's like a stuck record, isn't it? We just cannot stop making stupid individual mistakes. And it's just costing us in so many games. This game, at least the first goal the Sheffield United scored was a really good goal. You could maybe say a little bit slack on defending, could have got it away, maybe, but that's a good goal. Sometimes you just got to say that's just a good strike and not much you can do about that one. The second one is just sloppy all over the place. If you watch uh, uh, Alori, he seems to be just running around in a circle and at no point does he actually get near the ball or do anything to really kind of stop the cross coming in. Tyler Blackett as well, I think, uh, I'll come on to later. Just nowhere near stopping the cross. And we seem to be doing that in so many games that we just don't stop the cross. And we had this same issue last season. And I think maybe we got away with it in certain games. And this season, we're not getting away with it because we're not scoring the first goal enough. We're just not doing that at all. Last season, we managed to do that. Someone who did actually have a good game there was uh, at Sheffield United was Manoni. He made a couple of good saves and he seems to be 
the one player, maybe the one good signing that we've made in the summer. We could say Bakuna as well, possibly. He's come into some kind of form. Yet again, he seems to be playing him in a different position every single week. So it's very hard for a player to keep his form up if he's being played midfield, then he's being played right back, and then he's going back in midfield again, and then he's going on the right wing. It just seems to be all over the place at the moment. Yeah, it's uh, quite erratic and uh, looking a little bit worrying. He clearly doesn't know his best eleven. He hasn't been helped by injury to Jan Kermagunt. That's a major problem. And then you get a, 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 a enough of a performance from uh, Borvas, and he wasn't, you know, he's not going to light the world up, but he did make a difference against Leeds, and then he gets injured as well. Now, if people are saying that Yapstam hasn't keeps decided not to play a striker, and he could have played Sam Smith, I, I don't think I don't think Sam Smith at this moment is good enough to be playing for the first team. If he wasn't for all the injuries, he wouldn't be anywhere near the first team at the moment. But then, having said that, he also turned down loan offers for Sam Smith during the summer. So. It is an interesting uh, dynamic there. I wouldn't personally playing, even with all these injuries, but I can see plenty of you think he should be playing him, and uh, I can see your logic. It's, if we aren't going to... If Jan is, as um, uh, Kerm, as um, Kermigan said earlier, what am I saying? As Yap said earlier, if Kermigan is back and fit, I would definitely uh, start him on Saturday. I know that's not perfect, and I know that's not the way Yap normally does it. He likes to bring players in slowly, start them on the bench, 10, 15 minutes, then play for half a match, maybe. But we're not in that situation. We need goals, and I think even the 75% fit, Jan, is going to add a lot to the team, and the belief of the team, maybe. Obviously, we let an early goal in and all that, it all changes and everything, but at least going in, it gives you a bit of a boost, I think, and just a target to hit. That is exactly what we've been missing and is so crucial to our season last year. But if that isn't the case, I think you're going to have to start Sam Smith because the other way is just not working. And I think the obviously, I don't know, but it looks like the players, whenever I see them now playing in that formation with no striker I don't think they believe that they're going to win a game I don't think they really believe they're going to score any goals so that is a bit of a problem going forward so I asked on uh, Saturday um, about your thoughts on the season so far on the EPR 3 and I've had quite a lot of responses to that one and uh, basically none of them are positive really from uh, Kingsley Rowe I've had stop passing sideways. Yeah, definitely stop doing that. No centre forward from Coley Parker, Brian Davis, watching submarine still. Well, that's, I've read his article on the Tarleston. Excellent articles. Although I would never want submarine. I'd never want Reading to lose a game. But I understand if you've been going to watch him a few times, Brian. I get that completely. Scott McCauley would should have brought Oliveira. Well, yeah, I would have loved to have signed Oliveira. Who knows what was going on there? Nobody really knows the real story. Did they ever come that close? I don't know. I don't know. Nick Holton, too much rotation, player striker, shoot a goal, any of them. Yeah, and I've, yeah, definitely, as I was just saying, playing players in all types of positions, and you really must play a striker of some type. The other way is just not working. Um, from Alex McKinley, kick Stam out. That just goes straight to the point. Fair enough. I can see why you say that. We've had a terrible start, really. Jason Leach says, bring back Koppel. I think he's happy in India, isn't he? I mean, 
as much as um, uh, the beautiful Berkshire has got its own attractions, I'm sure the temperature in uh, India and the pay packet might be quite nice for uh, Sir Steve. And uh, I, don't, I wouldn't want him to come back. I wouldn't want him to diminish his uh, reputation as a magnificent manager for us and, well, our best ever manager. So from uh, another one from uh, Vinlang Keita. I haven't said that right, but I'm sure you'll know who you are. No plan B. I think he's got a plan B, but it's a crap plan B. So that's not really much good, is it? So, yeah, thanks for that. Paul Tanner, uh, not good enough. Yeah, simple. George H. Bone, <laughs> Sherry Darling, 36. I just noticed his uh, username. Try to win. That would be a nice That would be a nice thing to do, wouldn't it? Yeah, going into a game. I'd, I'd like to see that from my team. Uh, from uh, Rob Malloy, confusing and frustrating. It is frustrating, the whole season. If there's only one word to sum up the whole season, it's... Well, i come to mind later, but yeah, frustrating is definitely... Yes. Bobbin's not consistent enough. I'd say we've definitely been consistent, consistently rubbish. But sadly, uh, I think I know what you're trying to say there. We just... We can throw in one good performance and then five bad ones. It's just not good enough. Alan uh, from uh, Dadros, 70, uh, no striker again. Yeah, well, you could argue he could, he could have played uh, Sam Smith, couldn't he? Definitely. And it didn't work, did it? That all Sheffield United, they totally battered us, really, for most of the game. And it should have been more. Robert Stevens, uh, no attacking threat. Yep, covers what we've just been saying. Another one from Bobbins, but I, I think I'll uh, leave that one out on the uh, libel and uh, personal hearing for that one. I don't think you want that one read out. Jap says, <laughs> Jap's eye bent over table. I think we'll leave that one. Finley Gardner, two kicks away. Now, Finley, don't do that. No, don't, don't do that. We know he was so close, but, oh, just don't, just don't. Audit chair, Bob Beveridge, absolutely disappointingly awful. Yeah. Oh, that's a fair point. Yeah, that is uh, <laughs> sums it up. Um, uh, Prairie Pr Pr Dean Ministry, uh, tactless playing style. Is that a tactic less? Maybe you meant, but yeah, it's all over the place at the moment, isn't it? From Michael Keynes, really bad performance. Yeah, Richard AKR tricky, tricky one eight seven one. Only get better. Well, we do hope, and I do think we will get better. I really do. I don't think we're going to have a relegation problem, but we will see. Jordan Logan, really rather disappointing. Yep. Kaz Shepard, expected too much. Too much, but I don't know. We spent quite a lot of money. We didn't lose too many players. I mean, you could look at who have we signed. We signed Manoni as a replacement for our Habsi. I'd say, I don't think that's much of a drop-off. You could say the energy in midfield. Lacuna, could he be that player, but... Then he plays him at right back, which has been forced, I admit, with the injury to Obita. But then he plays Blackett. It's very confusing. But I'm, I'm not sure if we expected too much. I think a playoff position, top eight, top ten. I don't think that was expecting too much from what we um, spent in the summer and the players that we kept. But no, uh, thanks for that, Kurt. Spotter, boring, boring, boring. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. Uh, Cornwall roll, rubbish, rubbish, rubbish. Yep, uh, yeah, again, yep. Uh, from Harry, uh, ignorant, shambolic, confused. Yeah, it's, yeah, it does look confused. The whole team looked confused, basically. 
Hello, League One from Dan Tompkins. Oh, no, 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 I think we'll be okay there. But I can see why the panic signs are starting because if you've got 12 points and we've played 12 games, that's absolutely that's just dire, isn't it? And <laughs> Japs, I would uh, complete and utter skidders. Yeah, I think uh, that's a moment to finish, uh, really, isn't it? So, yes, very negative, uh, basically. I don't blame you. It is pretty negative, isn't it? How can you be positive? I think we're in 20th. We've got 12 points. We don't look like we're going to score many goals. We're letting in rubbish goals. It's hard to... If you came out of that saying, oh, yeah, it's been a good start of the season, I think you'd have to be... Uh, well, I think you... Well, I don't know what you've been watching and what you've been drinking. You need to be, um, cut back because it's uh, not true. So... Going to the game on Saturday against Millsborough, that is a game that, is it a must win? I'd say it probably is a must win, isn't it, really? I think we do need to win that game, and I do not think it's going to be easy, despite Middlesbrough's poor run. If you look at it, they haven't got any wins in six games, but, I mean, I think we've only got one, so I don't think that's anything to be shouting about, is it really? Both teams would be feeling the pressure. Middlesbrough probably still got a better team than us, haven't they? Regardless of their recent form. If we let in that first goal, it's going to be really difficult for us. Um, there's the, there'll be a negative feeling within the team and the stadium. There's no doubt on that. But if we were to get that first goal, it could completely change it, couldn't it? The whole atmosphere, it could relax the team slightly. And just imagine it if we scored two goals. Just imagine that. Wow, that would be some that would be a moment to treasure, wouldn't it? So, I, I did a poll uh, asking earlier on the old Dan Pike Rolls account whether you think that we should start Jan against Middlesbrough, and fifty nine percent say start him, forty one percent say too risky, subs bench. Uh, I would personally start him, like I said earlier, but yeah, I think that is the way forward. Really, I think we're going to have to put a risk in. I think. Yeah, needs a result because however much he comes out and says that the uh, owners think that he's going to be okay and it's all going to be all right and we're going to all be best friends and it's all going to be positive come the end of the season. If you hen if we end up uh, by the end of this game having twelve points from thirteen games, that's that's a dire start, isn't it? It really is. I mean, we should be doing better than that, and not only that, that's probably what we deserve. From those matches, you can't even say we've been unlucky in many matches. Not really. I think we've got pro probably what we deserve to get. So I think one change I would definitely make, or two, if you're going to bring in Jan. Let's assume he is fit and he's able to start. I would start with Jan. So you've got to probably. So who do you drop? I mean, you probably drop Beerins, don't you? Despite scoring a goal. And you would definitely, I would personally drop out Blackett. I would put Gunter back at left back. It's not his perfect position, but Blackett is just proven to be a bit of a liability this season. He really is. Um, and I would also put Gunter at right back and I'd put Bakuna in midfield. I think you've got to have... The centre is really difficult because I would always have Liam Moore. That's an absolute certainty. But Alori, McShane, I don't know. It could be either of them. Really? I'm not quite sure which one it's going to be. So, it is a tough one. I'm going to... What am I going to say for a result? I'm going to have to say... I want to say a win, but... Realistically, Middlesbrough's still got quite a good team. Uh, I'll go on. I'll say we're going to win 1-0. That is based on more hope 
an actual reality. Yeah, I'm going to say one now. Jan, overhead kick, last minute, despite what I say, he's going to come on a substitute, overhead kick, and then he's just going to run around the stadium, take a show off, run around the whole of the pitch, go down the players' tunnel, and that's it, get in the car and drive home. Job done. Okay, then. Well, thanks a lot for listening, and uh, let's hope that happens. And um, uh, see you next week, then. Bye.